This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. Well, hello, hello, my let's keep it real people. I have to tell you something. I was watching Deborah Silverman stuff before, you know, I review things. I was laughing so hard, I peed my pants. Like, I literally had to change my pants. You did not. I swear, I swear. Now, again, it could be kids and age related, but it wasn't bad. But Deborah, I was... I, I was laughing. I love your style. I love in your fit. Anyhow, but let's, before we bring you back on, let's talk about you. We got to get to know you. I'm not kidding. If I pee again, I, I have a cushion under my chair. I'm not We're kidding good. you. We're all good. We're all good. All right. So Deborah Silverman is part astrologer, part psychologist, and part comedian and all real. Over the past 40 years of private practice, Deborah has helped thousands of individuals achieve emotional health and wisdom based on their unique personality and the four elements. Ooh, water, air, earth, fire. Ooh, that's Avatar. Deborah's mothering approach to understanding people has earned her international fame and admiration. Welcome, Deborah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on your show. This is a first for me, Deborah. I've never ever had an astrologer. I love those virgins. When I get to do a reading for someone that's never had a reading, or I, when I do like, I don't, actually don't do readings anymore, but when I get to initiate someone into astrology through my school or through the certified astrologers that I have and I watch them and their faces all change and then they turn into that glowy feeling and they have that yummy feeling when they're done makes me so happy. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Oh my God, it's a favorite feeling. I used, to, yes, it's true. I used to have a radio show. I'm just going to jump right in. In Vancouver, in Vancouver when I was younger, and these were it was a traditional normal radio show driving home. It was the number one talk show in Vancouver, and they ah. didn't. And people and people don't believe in astrology, and nor should they. It's a stupid belief system. How could you possibly think the stars are going to influence you? But but after I started to explain it to them, and it started to be applicable, all these people that never believed in it. This was like my favorite thing. They would call and say, I have zero interest in this. Why am I interested now? And I think it's because I'm so in love with the stars. That's true. That's true. It's infectious. You know, if you're in love with it, it you know, you've spread it. So can you do me a favor? All right. This is something we're going to do for the first time. Can I get like a reading on me and my birthday or no? Well, well, first of all, you don't even know what time you were born. <laughs> That's kind of true. It's kind of like asking someone to like go to the uh, doctors and you forget to take your body with you. I mean, you can't really get a lot of work done without your birth time. Uh, but I, I but I, no, that's not true. I have enough information I, because I'm a little experienced. I can tell you, should I just jump right in? Because you're going to love this. I'm, I'm, I want to know. Maybe it, let's just say I was bored in the morning. <laughs> She's just making shit up now. Okay, yeah. listen. A year and a half ago, probably 2000, the end of 2017, 18, you went mm -hmm. through a really big change. Your whole world has shifted. So you're at the tail end of it, but you have entered into what's called Saturn return. And it started in like 2018, I want to say. And by now you're finishing it and it would have required you to alter and change many, many things. Am I right or am I right? Oh my God. I don't know to love you or hate you right now. <laughs> but it's true, isn't it? 
You're giving me heat. Yes, it's 1,000% true. By the way, just so you know, I've never met Deborah before, never talked to her, nothing. Oh, my God. Right. So this transition you just went through is mm. all about you having to go inside. You've had a deep entrance into yourself the last two years. You've had to ask really hard questions and literally change things that you did not believe you had. You didn't even see it coming. So yeah. the good news is it's over. Like you're at the tail end. We're going to have a birthday party before this is done, even though your birthday's in November. It's yeah. the tail end of the story. You've got a little, by Christmas of this year, you'll say, oh my God, that remember that session I did with Deborah Silverman on that podcast? She said the two years previous up to this Christmas, we're going to change everything and it's done now and I can take a breath. Let's do it. <sighs> it feels better. Damn girl. You know, it's so funny because I was like, listen, God. I understand why I went through it, but can we not do that again? <laughs> You're done. But you had to learn. It's called growing up. And it probably, let me yeah. just flip. I'm going to scare you once more. The last time this happened was 1988, 89. Do you remember mm. that? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that. What happened when you were 30? Eesh. That was like, I knew that I needed to get a divorce. Bingo. So what happened then is comparable to what happened the last two years in such that you had to radically change. So this is Astrology 101. Mm. When you had that in 1989, you knew the divorce was coming. And yeah. then these last last two years, you haven't given me content yet. But I can promise you, life came in and shook the boat and pushed you around. And that's the nature of astrology. What do you do when life starts screaming at you? Mm. Don't, don't scream back. I'll do me a favor. Sit down, listen, and you can get along with life. Otherwise, it's so bossy. Well, you know what? I'm going to do something I've never done. I'm going to share with people what happened. Well, the first thing is I've owned health clubs my whole life, right? That's my thing. I've always been an entrepreneur. And right around then is the building owner's long story short. We're like, we're, we need to buy your business out. You know, we came in, new owners, new realtors, and we're like, we just don't want this model. And it was like, great place. I've been there for 17 years in Center City, Philadelphia, my last big health club. And... They forced the hand. Long story short, I wasn't ready to sell, and ba-bam, had to sell. Well, it changed my world upside down. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. Like, this is my whole life. Who am I? Then, within a short period of time, so that was like March, I got hit with this neck injury that I literally couldn't move Deborah from June wow. until I started coming out of it right around Christmas. Yeah. I mean, we're talking on the sofa. People didn't know it. I didn't tell people. They thought I was traveling. They thought I was speaking. They thought I was doing speaking engagements. I would do podcasts lying on my side. That's the only thing. I couldn't type. I couldn't read. I couldn't oh write. Oh, my God. I couldn't Sandy. exercise. <gasps> Me. I couldn't mountain bike. I couldn't walk. I couldn't garden. I thought, oh, my God. But I had a great mentor, and he's like, Sandy, he would have been like, yeah, I'm so happy for you. I go, I'm going to kill you, Matt. He goes, no, you need this. You need to stop. You need to stop helping people. You need to go in, and you need to get all this out of you. And the only way to do it is to stop you from moving. Like, you can't do anything. And I did. And he said, you asked. It was really weird because I went to a conference in Colorado. I went in a conference in Colorado in Denver and it was around like right before like right in June and he came around for me for some reason we had to write down our goals and blah 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 and Joey came around crying props to him and he says what do you want in the next year I said I don't want to just be Sandy Joy 
I don't want a fake joy. I want pure joy and I want freedom. And he goes, well, you're going to get it. And I swear to God, it came hard. But I found at the end of all that, when I came out the other side, I found pure joy. I know it sounds crazy. Like it wasn't because I had a best-selling book. It wasn't because I was a speaker. It wasn't because of this. It wasn't because of that. Could I just love myself and find pure joy inside? Ooh. I'm still going through it a little, but it's like you said, it's tail end. Like I feel like I'm 85 yep. to 90 You're at the tail end. And yeah. this is the gift of aging. And for all of you out there, because I'm older than Sandy, there's something to be said about the marker between 57 and 61 is the entrance of people realizing all the outer world is not that important. Although you've succeeded or not succeeded, it's irrelevant. Yeah. It's yeah. the inner world. And you enter into finally trusting yourself for the first time. And and, and I can attest this. I'm, you can too. And when you trust yourself because you're an elder, there's some incredible freedom. Like, who cares what they think? Why do I have to keep chasing my tail? Why am I yeah. so ambitious? The ambition yeah. doesn't go away with a chart like yours. I'm looking at your chart. I have the same. We, we're never going to sit still. It just, there's no compulsion. It comes with delight. That creeps me out, though, because nobody could have known that story about, like, they may, they may have known the story about me selling the business, but not, like, wanting well, to. Well, don't let it before. creep you out. This is a straw. So I'm giving you, this is Sandy, what I just said to you. I'm on the radio with all these normal people. They're driving home from their city in Vancouver, yeah. and suddenly they're calling me because I every phone call would be this. They'd get on the phone, and within two minutes, I'd say, uh-oh, the last two years, radical change slowed you down, put you on your knees, woke you up to realizing time for you. Woo! Crazy. Whoa. And Why imagine if you knew what time I was born. <laughs> Yeah, astrology is all about timing. That's what life is all about timing. Nothing matters more in this life than being in the right place at the right time. And how does that yeah. occur? Because you're following your own natural, authentic instinct. And when you're an astrologer and you give people back to themselves and you describe their nature, they're like, why do I feel so much freer? Because I'm giving you permission. I think it's an amazing combination that you're an astrologer and a psychologist. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, I think so too. I, <laughs> I, I think it was because I just obviously was written in the stars because I found psychology very young and I found astrology even younger and I didn't get a vote. They pushed me in the bus, astrology centers where you're going to go. And I said, okay, what will I do there? And they said, you'll talk to a lot of people and tell them stories and make them laugh. I was like, I'm in. Wait a minute. Who told you that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's back up. Well, you, I don't want to talk about my invisible friends because then you're going to think I'm weird. No, no, you got me, girl. Well, it I was. I, that's. I, I can't say they're invisible friends. That was me being funny. I, yeah. what, it's the same way you found yourself in all these health inner centers, voice, like, higher what, power. What, like, no? what, what was it about you that at such a young age you were completely immersed in the physical expression and helping people and wanting them to get healthy? You've been doing oh, this since oh, you could I've talk. Oh, I've been since a little kid. Since you, could you know, in my debacle of a life thought, I had five angels and they were going to carry me everywhere. I just maybe invented them, but to this day, no, no, it's still people true. rent out angels, you know. No, no so, you can rent your angels. I, you and I, are you kidding? We could have a lot. Uh oh, why is there a funny noise behind you? I don't, I don't know. I don't hear any funny noise. I think you the wind, the angels, the angels just flew by. You don't hear that? What is no. wrong with you, Sandy? There's a the wind just went really loud. It's going away now. Shut the up. angels. I was telling you, when you hear this again, everyone's going to agree with me. There's okay. angels behind behind <laughs> your head. And, and, you, and you know what it is? You have so much Sagittarius. You were given the gift of joy, the, the middle name Joy. Is that funny or what? 
what? Hey, I got to give mom props for that. I like the name Middle Joy. Mom, <laughs> mom, you did so good. But here it is all these years. You've been working with people in such a concrete way. That was all about the motivation of getting people into the health club and getting them healthy in their fitness. You've been doing that since you could talk. Why? Because somebody gave you your job description. True. True. Yeah, you're right. And I've that always doesn't mean, And you've always known. And same for me. And And you couldn't stop yourself. And that is so important to know that you, everybody listening to this, you have a destiny line. It's been described by the stars. You may not be conscious of it, which would be helpful, but I can promise you there's been a promise that you made. You came in with a purpose. It's described by astrology. You're going to do it without understanding it, but wouldn't it be so much easier if someone could say, like, I'm looking at your chart, Sandy, Joy, I wanted to call you Joy, Sandy, and it is 100% physical. You couldn't sit still if your whole life depended on it until your <laughs> neck went out. That's how they got you. They hit you on the head, took your. You, you, and then you have they no choice sit. to listen. Listen to us. This is what you wanted, <laughs> and it worked. It did. It did. The other gift you have is manifestation. You have a very profound aspect in your chart. Lucky you for emotional stability. Like when everything goes crazy, you're the one that says, "Listen, I've got a list right here. I'm going to tell us what we need to do. If you just follow me, we'll get this done. Don't get excited." And you yeah. have this gift. It's been stability, emotional stability with a list. You must make lists all the time. I do, all the time. I'm yeah. making lists right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, I can see you. Don't think you're sitting there all by yourself. Oh, thank God. All right. That's true, honestly. You know how like people say, it's vague? that is so true about me. Like, I am. Like, when everything is going blah, 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 I'm like, are you kidding me? This is where Your I shine, stability. man. You yeah. hold it down for you're very good in crisis. You're very good at being able to give directions and you've got the ultimate optimist, the point of silliness. Like you turn everything positive when it's not even positive. And I was listening to your by the way, everyone has to freaking go on your website and pull up your video about their sign. They that will funny. They will understand why I peed myself. I mean, it's, I know eight I have 8 million hits. That those that one set of videos, which is 5 minutes each on each sign. This is a great, you're going to love this story. So I, produced, I I made those videos. I watched them and I was so embarrassed. It was like a woman going crazy, like public schizophrenia. There's 12 different people inside of me that's playing out these characters with little outfits on. And so I put them in a drawer. I was so embarrassed after I finished making them. I said, you know what? I can't show anyone that. Fast forward, five years went by and someone said to me, do you have any videos of any of your material? And I was like, oh, hold on a minute. And I pulled out the CD and she was in the other room and I heard her laughing like you were laughing. And then she said, "Can I, are you okay if I put this on YouTube? And that was the beginning of me going viral. Stop. Yeah, because I was and so you embarrassed. You weren't even going to do it. That's I w- incredible. Yeah, I kept them in a drawer for years. I was, look at me. I mean, I look like a crazy person. Oh my God. No, it's ingenious. You, If I just watched that, let's say I didn't know, read anything about you, I would just say you're a comedian. But then you know what? You're going to love this. I've never done it since or before. I've never produced. I've never tried to be funny. In fact, you're going to like this part. I went to take a stand-up comedy class because everyone says I'm so funny, and I was terrible at it. So Uh. I figured out I'm not funny unless I'm not trying, and I can't recite things they tell me to say. I have to improv because I'm a Gemini. Yeah, when I try to tell jokes, I, I suck wad. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. I don't even remember. It's like, they're so dumb. So my humor comes out of spot. You and I are exactly opposite. You're born exactly six months apart from me. And it is all about using humor. Both of us. Yeah. If it gets, if it gets too sad and too heavy, we just start to make fun of people. 
Yes, I, I will. I will crack a joke. But I was watching when you said, you know, some people find me irritating. You are in the pack that I get too pippy skippy. I get on their nerves. Like, like, pippy oh skippy. God. I've never heard that term. I get They're too like, pippy. oh, my God, if you are Sandy, Sandy, if you were going to make this a positive, I'm hanging on the phone. On you. <laughs> I, I'm exactly the same. I can't help myself. I do have as a psychologist, of course, I've had to learn to follow people into the dark and stay in that room for a little while. But I can't stay for long. Yeah. Up the windows. And by the way, turn some music on and we're going to dance because we can't live like this. By the way, so I saw that you dance. I'm a, I was a dance major. Yeah. How'd you find that out? That's like a secret. Well, I did some investigation somewhere and it mentioned dance somewhere. Like, that was, I don't, my, I don't, that was I don't the beginning remember. of my life. I was So I want to reframe what I just said. It's not that I don't want people to be sad or go into the dark chambers with them. I just can't stay for too long because Absolutely. I want, I really want to lift people up. So what I originally was, was a dance therapist. I was a dancer through my whole childhood. And then I loved psychology so much. So my first degree was combining. I did a double major in dance and psych. And then my next degree was, was in clinical psych. And then I became an astrologer that combined them all. Unbelievable. What a it great It makes so combo. much sense. Do you know that here you're going to love this? Carl Jung, the famous psychiatrist who brought psychology yeah. to, North, to the world, to the world. He yeah. said, psychology will be a dinosaur science until it includes astrology. I'm going to do it once no more. No way. Psychology will be a dinosaur science until it includes astrology. He I'm was an astrologer. Psych- psychology will be a dinosaur science because people just want to talk about do you love your mother, but the astrologer wants to say, I wonder why they assigned you that mother. What was the karma? What lifetime are you doing that you're having to learn the lesson of not having a nice mom? Or what lifetime are you learning when you found out that your child has this illness? There's something here that's very meaningful from a soulful point of view. And if you ask those hard questions, it doesn't make the pain go away, but it gives insight into being able to see the spiritual angle, not just the psychological. So that's what I love about these two together. Uh, It's just it's so unique and it's so perfect. Like I always say when people say, oh, there's so many authors, there's so many this, there's so many health pop people. I'm like, yeah, but they're not doing it in my way with my unique talents combined. Exactly. We do not follow. I am not a follower, nor is. So when were you born? May. I'm a Gemini. Yeah. May 24th. So we're exactly opposite. So I came in as a communicator. You came in as a funny machine. You came in with fire. Your chart is primarily fire, so you're jumping up and down all the time. You can't sit still. And I came in with the gift of the gab, and my mouth just keeps moving. Oh. So you're a Gemini, so you, you know I can learn about my son through you. Oh, I love Geminis. They're so funny. Men's, male Geminis are a little different. Yes, they're very funny. They're witty. They're fickle. They change all the time. So the let's, time. Do, let, let's do this. Listen. Four categories. Here's my book, The Missing Element. It's called, the the subtitle for the book is Compassion for the Human Condition. Like, listen, everybody's screwed up. Everybody has quirks. Everybody's got idiosyncrasies. These are just the nature of the beast. Now, how do you understand them? You put them into four categories. One is water, which is an element that you have a little bit of, highly sensitive, cry at commercials. They feel really emotional for no apparent reason. They're moody. And their gift is psychic ability, nurturing, cooking, mm-hmm. creativity. So that's water. Then comes air, so what your son and I are. They verbal, they're talking, they're fickle, they change, they change their mind, they change their clothes, they have a million ideas at the same time, they don't follow through, but they're brilliant writers, they're very intellectual, and their gift is the gift of the gab. They can make anyone feel comfortable wherever you take them. That's yeah. air. 
They're called airheads. The water are, are emotional. They cry. It's sensitive. Then comes earth. Practical, grounded, solid, get money done, execute, you know, make sure you're on time. Where's the spreadsheet? Do the taxes, take care of the car, clean the dishes, organize, make a list. You've got quite a bit of this. That's the practical, goal-oriented, organized, make sure we're really getting profit. It's a practical personality. That's earth. High road, very generous, philanthropic, and able to manifest whatever's required because they've got their little list with them. The last category, welcome to Sandy, is fire. Funny, loud, physical, a little obnoxious, um, theatrical, entertaining, adventures, take a risk, make sure it's fun, turn on the music, drink some more, eat some more, gain some weight, lose some weight. They're a little bit wild. Yep. The The high road of fire is they're inspirational. They get us all motivated and no one's going to sit around when there's a fire person. So those are the four personality types. You take wow. a test. In the middle of my book, there's a test. It takes two minutes to take. You figure out what your missing element is because this is the part that's important. What's the one that's not developed? Develop it and the, like four wheels in a car. If you imagine four wheels in a car, if one of the wheels is down, the whole thing goes off. So in the missing element, you figure out which one you're not cultivating. In your case, I'm going to say that's water. Like that's what just happened to you. You don't, you don't know how to sit still and do nothing on purpose and just relax. Like that's yeah. not your nature. So your missing element would be water. So then you would look in the book on water and it would say things like take a deep breath, put on some meditation and you go, ew, how long do I have to do that for? And then you say, excuse me, we weren't finished. Keep going. <laughs> Yeah. And then they then they hit you on the neck and tell you to sit down because they can't yeah. get you to do water. It was funny. That, that's my mentor is saying. He goes, all I care about after you come out of this six month thing is that you learn to breathe deep. Is that funny? I'm like, that's the whole big thing. He goes, bingo, yep. bingo. Is that hysterical? How are Big-o. you doing at that? I am. I I'm not saying that. I always meditate, but like the minute, the two minute ones, the guided ones, like I'm really good. You could put a guided meditation guy goes, no, 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 no. You specifically just need to breathe deep breaths in and breathe. And it really helped. It I really know. helped. Really. Like I tell people it's different than, yeah, guided meditations are great. You know, meditating and being outside with nature, but just sitting there with yourself and breathing. Let's deep. do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's take a deep breath. Ready? All right. Breathing out slowly is the half of the trick. Deep breath in, deep breath out. That's the trick. Oh, that's right. You're a yogi, aren't you? I am. I've been doing that for a long. You can't be an astrologer and not have a spiritual orientation. It's it's just the nature of. Yeah, good one. Look what you did, too. That's so good. I'm so impressed, Andy. (laughs) By the way, I love the mental component of yoga, but as you probably could guess, I don't like the yoga. No, it's too slow for you. It drives you crazy. Yeah, but the the mindset stuff, the mental stuff, the spirituality. I went to Kripala. Oh, good for you. They asked me to go teach there, and I didn't want to go because it was too far away. Isn't that funny? You would love it. You should go when they open. I mean, it was, it's what I did once the business was sold and I never did something like that. Went by myself for five nights. Oh my God. It was incredible. Incredible. And I, I went, I taught at Esalen for many, many years. So that's the opposite co- side of the country and it's a similar program, but it's just oh. on, on the, Esalen is amazing. It's on the water and it's got. Where's that? Water. I never heard it's of it. Big Sur. Oh my God. E-S-A, write it down, L-E-N. 
Your moon's in Virgo. You should write everything down. Not that you'll read it after, but just remember it's there. E S A L E N. You're right. I, you should see. I have like eight books. I scribble, scrabble all the time, and then I just throw it out. Your moon's in Virgo. I have to go through this because it's making me just crack up. I always ask you know people like what their top five tips are here. And you do say write, talk, create daily. Your voice matters. Like I like number four. Yeah, because you have creativity. Are you a writer? Yes, I am. Because your moon's in Virgo. Should we talk about your moon in Virgo? Yeah, let's talk about my moon in Virgo. You're just very service oriented. Like all you want to do is help people. Yeah, why am is I that? right? Am I right or am I right? <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You just want to help people because your moon's in Virgo conjunct Pluto. It's compulsive. Wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. This is blowing my mind. So can I ask a question right here? So. Uh, okay. <laughs> so. Okay. All right. Listen, I thought I just wanted to help people because of my childhood. But really, I can tell my counsel that it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with my sign. Well, you can tell your counselor that if they were wise, they'd want to include astrology in their therapy because it gives permission go. for people to be who they are. You would come to see me. This is how it all started. Let's back up. I was in graduate school. I started doing sessions for people as a therapist. I was studying astrology long before I got to graduate school. They'd sit in front of me and they'd start telling me their problems. And I, like you, I would say, oh, my God, your moon's in Virgo. You've got a very high strung nervous system. You can't relax. And they'd go, well, how do you know that? And I'd be like, wait, wait, wait. Why am I having you tell me the story when I could tell you the story first, know exactly what angle to come in at, and bless you as you are rather than try to figure out what the right answer is? So that's when I started doing psychology and astrology together because I realized in therapy that it was so much quicker. It was like a shorthand. Like I could just give them the answer, and then they could give me a vote. Like they'd say, you know what? It's true. I make lists all the time, but I don't really want to. And I go, okay, well, let's talk about that because you're built oh. – you're built for making a list. Your chart suggests to me you're in service. I'm looking at your chart. You have a compulsive need to help people, but I want to give you a vote. Maybe you don't want to help people all the time, but you're going to do this out of compulsion. You're not going to feel the option until you're aware of it. See what I mean? Can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, I do. Okay, but so I, here's I'd like to I'm go a little use, deeper. I'm going to use you for an example. So your moon is in Virgo. You can't help but want to fix, heal, clean, organize and give people directions you think you're the know-it-all when it comes to directions of what they should do the operative word there was should <laughs> and you do it without even thinking like you've got the list and the supplements and the books they should read and what they should listen to you're like okay sandy you're getting a little excited but you can't help it now once you become aware that your moon's in virgo and you're compulsively helping you may continue doing it but now you're aware of it and you get a vote and you get to say i don't need to tell that person what they should eat I mean, I'm doing it because I can't help myself, but I could decide to just watch them and listen to them talk and not say a word. And that's the free will button. And that's gotcha. what astrology, astrology gives you free will. It doesn't mean that it changes your personality. It just gives you awareness. That You know what? That's the missing piece, Deborah. Bingo. You're right. Yeah. If you put that in with the other stuff, you know, you can get a more complete picture. That's what I'm taking away from that. Yeah, it's just therapy. I obviously am trained professionally to be a therapist, but I found very quickly that the reason why I've had so much success is I don't tell you what to do. I just look at your chart and suggest something. Tell you like in your chart, like I would have said to you two years ago, get ready 
Life wants you to slow down. I'm going to suggest you to slow down, but don't worry because life's going to slow you down anyways. If you did know, if I could have told you that before it happened. Yeah. Would it have been so much easier? Yes. But no one told you. So it happened anyway. Correct. So that's the value of astrology. It's prophetic. So you're saying it may not have hit me in the head so hard Bingo. if I was like, okay, if you want, if you want to, it's almost like I always say, listen, when you ask where you're going to get, like, I really believe I can manifest, you know, what I want. It may not come the way you want it because you weren't listening, you know, to all the Bingo. signs. So, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to learn how to listen? Here's my favorite line. Listen and silent have the same letters. So in order to listen, you have to be silent. You have to stop talking. You have to leave mm -hmm. your mind empty. You have to meditate. You have to go find a counselor who will help you hear your own voice. Because we have such, I always wonder, who is that guy inside your head? That talks all the time. Like, who pays him? Why does he Why does he work in the middle of the night? Like, go home now. It's time's up. You know what, though, I have to say? When I'm on stage or whatever, the words just flow out of my mouth. The rest of the time, my family goes, I don't even think you're making sense when I talk to <laughs> friends and family. Like, the sentences, the words. And then I get, and they put a camera on me. And all of a sudden, I can speak English. And everybody's like, where did that come from? Deborah, where? It's like someone, I said, I don't know. It's like an outer body experience. Somebody takes over my body and the words just flow. But if I'm it's not on camera and I'm not on screen and I'm not on stage, everyone's like, what are you talking about? Did A go to D? Like, where did we go? What, well, because, what is that about? Because you're a channel. And when you open up, you have to distinguish between your ego and your cute little personality that's sitting next to your friend and your soul and your messenger that stands on the stage. They're two different people. And when you're the messenger and you're standing on the stage, you it's in your chart. You've got a very profound, solid gift of being able to channel. When you're being in your ego, you're just funny and cute and you don't really care. And they're two different personality types. And that's everybody, by the way, has a distinction. Yes, everyone has a dis but not everyone. So you are very soulfully driven. This is your moon conjunct Pluto. You can't help but serve. I mean, you're compul. Am I right or am I right? Are you compulsively helping people? Compulsive. Okay, it's like so we're, it's I, an issue. <laughs> I'm gonna give, I, but I'm giving you free will right now. I'm I'm telling you to go read about moon conjunct Pluto. Write this down. Little I'm Virgo. writing. I'm writing everything. I can't even keep okay, up. Okay, but you but you have to read these notes when we're done. Moon. Right, I am. I'm writing it in my journal, which means I read my journal. Uh-huh. Moon conjunct Pluto. <laughs> moon conjunction. Moon conjunct Pluto. Just those three words. Moon conjunct Pluto in Virgo. In yeah. Virgo. I got it. And you're going to read about it. And you're going to go, oh, my God. All it's going to say is she's just desperate to help people. She can't help but give you instructions. She feels the need to be able to clean and fix things. She wants nothing more than to be able to be of service. Like it's it's just your nature. So then when you realize that, you get a vote. Yeah, I like that. See, you know what's really weird is that um I was talking now that we're in the yellow and you can do more things. It was so much easier for me who's in the help zone, although, you know, I do a lot of stuff I can. But there weren't as many options. Like, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. Whatever. So I said, maybe I should put big stickums when I go out the door and say, just say no. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's so. See, you're in Saturn Return. You're changing right now. It's so beautiful. You're in a oh. big change. Look at all these things I'm finding out that I never knew. This is a whole, by the way, everyone who's listening, I, I'm not familiar with this area. It's not like some people are slightly familiar. How did you I, find me, Sandy? How did, I know people don't even know about this. How did you find me? 
I was looking for something different. And I don't know. I was doing research and I was like, boom. Uh, oh, it's your book, The Missing Element. And my book, my book, you found my book or it found you? I love the story. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You know, I was doing research because I wanted to shake it up and change things up. But honestly, I do believe strongly in timing. And I think I needed to hear a lot of what you're saying. So really, it was not just be a gift to my audience, but I think it's, it's, I don't say this that much, Deborah, and I'm actually getting emotional. And I'm going to try not to, you're going to have to talk and tell a joke, because I really think this has been a really big gift to me. And my audience is coming along with it. And I'm sitting here and tears like I don't do this on like tears are coming in my eyes. This is your water. Remember, I just said to you, your missing element is water. Yeah. But I do. I feel like somehow I'm not kidding you. Like, yeah, I have great podcasts and they they do great things. But we never really talk about me. Very rarely, like maybe one percent. And yet people said, you know, the audience wants to get to know you more. That was one of the comments I had. People want to get to know you more. Like it's always about that person. And I just think this has been a gift. It's always a gift to the audience, but I think it's really been a special gift to me. So thank you. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. And I can see it's so important because this is back to you being compulsively the giver that you can receive too. And I feel uncomfortable with it. I feel uncomfortable. By the way, I forget her name, Dr. Indu, she was a beautiful yogi guru who came over and she was teaching at my club and afterwards we went out to lunch and I couldn't wait to hear the profound things she was going to tell me. I had Dr. Indu with me eating lunch and you know, she says, Cindy, you need to stop giving. I'm like, what? This is what I get from a guru? I She's love like, that. Forget those people. I'm like, what? She's like, you need to learn to receive if I because and then of course I wanted to pick up the bill she's like see see what I'm talking about you need to receive and I thought wow I was really thinking of something more profound than you know stop giving and receive but you know what there's nothing more profound this is why the oxygen tank when the airplane which we used to fly put it on first (laughs) taking care of Sandy taking care of Sandy and this is to your audience all the women that are listening it feels so selfish. I was like yeah. you. I was. I swear, I was so like you. Like, don't talk about Deborah. And I have a large platform, as you know, and I have a school where everybody's studying their chart. But every once in a while, they'll do what you what they want to hear about me. So finally, I realized, okay. And then you yeah. know what? It started getting really fun. Now I tell my stories. Now I share my you know my point of view. I give my history, and I do it. Why? Because people want me to be able to be human, and I want to receive the good feeling of people really appreciating me, not just being the unconditional Mother Teresa server. Mother yeah. Teresa, had, she's a Virgo too. So you're, it's the unconditional server that you are. It's a servant. It's a, it's a servant. It's a beautiful thing. And we want to give back to you, Sandy, because you must balance the scales. You want to keep the thing in sync. Like you're giving, you're receiving, yeah. and you're, com- you're comfortable on both sides. It's a radical departure from the old system, which was don't ever share anything, keep your personal life aside. You've got a little bit of Scorpio. You know that. You're born at the edge. The cusp, right? <clears throat> yeah, you're, you're zero degrees of Sag. You're literally born on that day. It only happens once a month where they're between two signs. So you do have shades of Scorpio, and they're very secretive. Yeah, I'm very private, very private. 
So now yeah. we've made it safe for you to show up because you're doing it for all of us. You become me. I'm, you're the part of me that gets self-conscious at being able to receive. And so as you learn that skill, you're doing it for me too. So don't think it's not serving the collective ah. when you give yourself. It's a really good angle. There you go. All Do right. So yes. I want to make sure we get this in because I, I have a few questions. Well, I have a million questions that go on for hours, but we want to stay on chart. Um, have a best friend. Do you mean like somebody, and it says they're your lover, a kid, a dog, it doesn't matter. You mean someone that just loves you unconditionally and you can tell everything to? Bingo. Do you have one of those people? I, I have a few of those, yeah. Yeah. But by the way, just so you know, in my, la my last book, I gave my dog the props. <laughs> people are so... I went into the family, like, did you really thank your dog, Dawson? I go, I did. They were so pissed off. I cannot even tell you. I that go, is so cute. Well, last time when I gave people props, I heard people's feelings this way. I heard everyone's feelings. <laughs> I thought it was ingenious. So funny. That was so funny. Yes, best friend. Some people just need to realize that they don't have a best friend, in which case you become the best friend. Some people have the best friend, in which case you give thanks for them. But mm -hmm. I couldn't live without my best friend, who her husband says that their marriage is working because I'm her best friend. Like every woman needs to have someone to talk to, and yeah. every man doesn't really care. Men don't need to do it like we do, but you need to have someone. It, doesn't, it could be your partner. It could be your husband or your wife, but it has to be someone that you know unconditionally loves who you are and doesn't have a single desire to change you. Yes, that's the key. Doesn't want to change you. That's, oh my that's God, she's, she's writing it down again, you guys. She's <laughs> got the moon in Virgo in full bloom. I'm watching it right now. You know what's really funny, though? This is a big question, and oh well. So my son, who is 17, they say, you know, don't be friends with your kids, but he is one uh, he's like, he, he gets me. Like, he's one of my closest he's your, friends. He's your soulmate. No, we, look, sometimes you get a kid. Yeah. I have that, too, one of my kids. They're soulmates. You've been together 15 lifetimes in a row. You can't get rid of them. I believe there's some people you can't get rid of. And they know you like a book, and they adore you. Who cares if it's the kid or the dog or the grandma that's dead? I don't care. It's funny because even when I was getting uh, these treatments for my neck, and this woman was like, you probably don't want to hear this, but I'm going to tell you anyhow. She's like, ooh. Your son's like a soulmate to you. She's like, and I don't mean that in that like a weird way. She's like, he gets you, understands you, knows what you're about, and just thinks it's amazing. And I'm like, really? I go, well, aren't you supposed to not be friends with your kid? And she's like, yeah. Do you want to hear the funniest thing? Do you know about Coast to Coast radio show? Mm -mm. Okay, let's not even talk about that. They just invited me to, I don't even know. Do you, so wait, where do you live? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, because it's a big, giant radio show, and everyone's supposed to know about it, and nobody knows about it. So now I'm just, like, confused. Yeah, but don't don't go by me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't <laughs> Like, I'm not in tune with radio, news, TV. Like, Do you know, Sandy, that every day a video comes out that I do a video on where the moon is? You can get it for free on Instagram. Did you know that? I did not know that, Deborah. So if you go to my, if you go to my Instagram, which is Deborah Silverman Astrology, every other day a new video comes out saying... Today the mood is this, and today the mood is that. And you learn about the moods and the movement of the moon, and it helps you to, to navigate through the world. I love that. All right, so since we have to wrap it up, ready? 
Yes. What's your favorite show? You watching anything? Do you watch Netflix? Do you watch Hulu? Do you watch movies? Oh my God, you're going to call me out. I do not. I don't have a television. I never, never watch Netflix. And now I feel weird. Don't tell no, anybody. You, no, I won't. I make sure. Okay. Anyhow, do the next next question. Favorite color? Oh, I'm in love with turquoise. I could eat turquoise. Okay, turquoise. Favorite food? Arugula. I'm in love with that. I'm a vegetarian. I eat arugula till the cows come home. Moo. Boo. By the way, you're the first person who hasn't said pizza. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Everyone says pizza. Wrong well, answer. mostly men, but most everyone says pizza. I mean, not that they eat it all the time, but they they could. They need pizza. All right. Favorite book in the last year? Favorite book in the last year? I loved Educated. I really loved that book. Did you yeah. read it? Yeah, I did. Oh, my God. I can't it get was, that out of my head. Yeah. That's, you know, ooh, that's a good choice. First one, I've said that. Okay. So I love the fact that you don't have a TV. That's a hoot. What do you love doing in your spare time besides yoga? I have an electric bike that I ride for one to three hours every day, whatever city I am in around the world, every single day. The wind is in my hair. I'm moving at 25 miles an hour. I navigate through the trees, through the woods, and I live in Colorado and every single day. I'm not kidding. I go on that bike. That's crazy. You would love it. I would. Okay. I've Ele- never, I've uh, never even seen an electric bike. So. Because when you're at this age in our sixties, we still want to exercise. You exercise. Yeah. It's regular, but you never go uphill ever again. The angels got their <laughs> hand on your back. I'm not kidding. Oh my god! Oh, All right. Be fun to, you'd be Listen. fun to play with. Before we go, anything we didn't get in, although I do want to say that Deborah's all about having orgasms by yourself. <gasps> oh my God. How did you even say that out loud right now? That's so funny. I don't know. I, I had to make sure it was one of your five points. Slow down. We got that in, right? Ask daily, who can I serve? We got that in. The only point we didn't get in is to have orgasms and make sure you don't give up on pleasure. So there Bingo. you go. Let's simplify it. The back of my business card says, the pleasure of being in a body. We're supposed to be enjoying ourselves here. Listen, I'd walk out nude every day if they wouldn't arrest me, you know, but my family has issues with that, so. (laughs) I I know. All right. I know how they should reach you, but tell them again. Tell them what you got going on, Deborah. I have a school that only happens twice a year in September and in January. For women, mostly women, we have 40 employees that work for my company. They're all women. And in the school, it's a six-week class. There's only 10 people in the class and a mentor that I've trained. And we teach you about your chart. So you were so flipped out today. I'm going to give you, everyone that does a podcast with me gets 50% off. You can go take the class because if you love the class, you'll tell everybody. Yeah. So, so the class is simply studying your own chart in very simple, basic. I made astrology like a sixth grade level, fourth to fifth, sixth grade to start with. So if you know nothing at all, you can learn about who you are. You fall in love with yourself and it's so cool. Okay. So that's number one. Number one. Number two is I have a platform called The Star Community, where if you know nothing about astrology, you can go into the star community. And here comes okay. the airplane again. Woo! Airplanes flying over our head. <laughs> it's an astrologer's dream. Everybody look up. Oh, oh it's my. beeping, beeping, beeping. Love it. Loving that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so tell us about the star community. 
the star community is a place for you to go study astrology as a beginner, knowing nothing, and you'll see famous people like Shailene Woodley and Trevor Hall, the famous musician, and Aaron Rodgers, the famous football player, and Danica Patrick, the famous race car driver. There's interviews with all of them looking at their charts. Oh, cool. All right, is there a number three? Have a good day. I don't know. What was the number three? Uh, <laughs> let's see. There's a school, book? a star, and my book. And if you and if you ask me on my face on my um, homepage on my website, I will send you a chart. I will sign the book personally, and I'll mail it to you. So if you don't want to buy it from Amazon, you can buy it straight from my website, and I will give you a chart. Which is the best way to do it, anyhow. All right, Deborah. Well, my let's keep it real people. I think you will say that Deborah definitely kept it real. And thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And this was a first talking about me. So I appreciate that gift. And you know what I'm going to say until next time. Toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.